Welcome to the How To Dressage podcast and in this episode we're going to look at how to introduce lateral work and in what order. Now lateral work is an essential part of your daily schooling sessions as well as being included in the more advanced level dressage tests. Now, if you're just starting out training a young horse or retraining an older one, you'll need to know how to introduce lateral movements into your daily training regime and in what order they should be tackled. So in this podcast episode, we're going to discuss what's so important about lateral work, when and how it should be introduced, and in what order you should teach the various movements. So firstly, what is the purpose of lateral work? Well, lateral work is the gateway to developing higher collection, and that collection is shown through greater carrying strength, more longitudinal and lateral suppleness, and better self-carriage. Now, in your daily training sessions, lateral work is useful for strengthening and straightening the horse, as well as for developing suppleness. Now, the type of lateral exercises that you include in your training sessions is generally dependent on the horse's stage of training and his individual development needs. Now, those needs can vary from day to day, so you must be reactive in your choice of exercise for your horse. But whatever lateral work you choose, when performed correctly, lateral exercises will improve the paces, especially the trot. For example, if you have a young horse, the lateral work that you choose will be focused on his weaker side. Now at the other end of the scale, a Grand Prix horse will benefit from the gymnastic work of shallow half passes that encourage him to become more active and swing through his whole body. So the next question is when is the horse ready to begin lateral work? Now, horses are individuals and they develop physically and mentally at different rates. So when to start lateral work very much depends on the horse. However, there are a few important preconditions that must be fulfilled to ensure that the horse gets the benefit that lateral work brings. So ideally, the horse has learned how to bend correctly around circles, he is able to work in a rhythmical, relaxed way into an even elastic contact with some degree of suppleness through his back. So in other words, the horse is able to work on the bit. And now once that way of going is achieved, then lateral work lessons can begin. So now let's move on to talk about the basic principles of training lateral work. Now, the lateral movements should be approached in a particular order, beginning with the easiest. And that ensures that the horse finds his work easy and fun and therefore maintains his enthusiasm for his job. Now, start anything by asking your horse for just a few steps, and that prevents the horse from becoming tense and upset, which could destroy the rhythm, the suppleness and the balance that you are seeking to improve. Now, when teaching the lower level work, ride it in the working paces and switch to collection when the horse becomes more established in the engagement and is able to take on more advanced movements. Now if you have a lazy horse, ride the exercises in a slightly freer tempo so that the impulsion and the longitudinal suppleness are not lost. Now if things go wrong, don't persist in trying to correct the mistake in the movement itself, instead abandon the exercise re-establish the horse's correct way of going and then attempt the movement again. 
Now, when it comes to riding lateral movements, it's the quality of the steps that count, not the quantity. So in other words, just ask for a few steps or an angle that's manageable for the horse. Okay, so now let's move on to talk about what to teach first. So the first two lateral movements to teach are leg yielding and shoulder four. Now both these exercises don't require much collection to achieve and they are very beneficial to your horse's education. Now leg yielding doesn't demand any lateral bend or collection, however the exercise does teach the horse the aids to move sideways away from the rider's leg and to be obedient to them. And then shoulder four does require a small amount of collection and some lateral bend. And shoulder four also prepares the horse for the shoulder in, which is perhaps the most important of the lateral exercises. So now let's go through some of them in order in which you would teach them. So number one is the leg yield. Now in leg yield, the horse is straight through the body in his neck with just a slight flexion at the pull away from the direction in which he is moving. And this exercise teaches the horse obedience to the rider's aids and to move sideways. Now it's also useful in the warm-up and there's a loosening exercise for the horse working at all levels, as the crossing of the horse's hind legs encourage the horse to be loose through his back and therefore work through to seek the contact and to come onto the bit. Now leg yielding is also a very versatile and useful movement in that it can be ridden on the diagonal line from the track and back again or from the centre line to the track. But be careful not to make the angle too steep or you will kill the energy and lose the suppleness and looseness that the exercise creates. Now leg yielding is the first lateral exercise to appear in low level dressage tests. Now if you want more information on this exercise on how to ride it and how to teach it then you can check out an article on our website or search for another podcast episode titled How to Leg Yield. So moving on to lateral exercise number two which is shoulder four. Now shoulder four is a movement that doesn't appear in dressage tests although it's generally used as the precursor to teaching shoulder in. Now shoulder four is extremely useful as a training exercise as it helps to develop engagement, suppleness and straightness and it's a great way of preventing the horse's quarters from coming in when in canter. Now you ride shoulder four on three tracks with a small degree of flexion in line with the horse's body and the exercise demands some collection as the horse's inside hind legs become more active to step under his body and carry more weight therefore increasing the freedom of the shoulder. Now the bend and positioning of shoulder four can be developed as you exit a circle or ride through a corner of the arena. Now be careful to lead the horse's shoulders off the circle with your outside rein and create the bend around your inside leg and only use your inside rein to correct a head tilt and not to attempt to create the bend. So the next lateral exercise, exercise number three, is shoulder in. Now once your horse understands the shoulder four, you can progress to teaching him shoulder in. Now shoulder in is an incredibly useful exercise that helps to develop engagement, lightness of the forehand, and ultimately collection. And shoulder in has lots of benefits, including the following. So number one, improving longitudinal and lateral flexion. Number two, developing the engagement of the horse's inside hind leg. 
Number three, improving the carrying power of the horse's hindquarters. Number four, lifting the horse's forehand and improving his balance. And number five, increasing the throughness as the horse's reaction to your diagonal aids become more refined. Now you can ride shoulder in along the wall, on a circle, on a centre line and also across the diagonal. Now although the correct angle for shoulder in when ridden in dressage tests is roughly 30 degrees, you can ride the exercise on four tracks with a steep angle to create more bend and increase the activity of the horse's hind legs. Now when you ride shoulder in, it's extremely important that you make the horse straight again after the exercise and ride him forward with lots of energy to maintain the purity and the quality of the pace. Now shoulder in is included in dressage tests from second level and elementary level upwards. Now if you want more information on how to ride and train this exercise then you can find an article on it on our website and you can also search our podcast archives for the episode how to ride shoulder in. So now let's move on to lateral exercise number four which is traverse. So traverse which is also sometimes called haunches in is generally used as a precursor exercise for teaching the horse the half pass. Now, as a movement in dressage tests, traverse appears in second level and medium level dressage tests. And traverse helps develop the horse's longitudinal and lateral suppleness, as well as bringing its inside hind leg more underneath him to increase the carrying power, throughness and uphill carriage. Now, traverse can be ridden along a wall and also on a circle as a precursor to teaching the horse pirouettes. Now, for more information on how to ride Traverse, how to train it and how to teach it, again, you can find an article on our website and you can also search our podcast archives for how to ride Haunches in Traverse. Okay, so the last lateral exercise that we're going to talk about is exercise number five, which is the half pass. Now, the half pass is the most demanding of all the lateral movements as regards to the amount of impulsion, throughness and the degree of collection that is required. Half pass is demanded for in dressage tests from third level and medium level and the higher up the levels you go the more difficult the exercise becomes as the angles asked for are steeper and require more collection and engagement. Now at Grand Prix level half pass zigzags are required which is the most challenging version of the half-pass exercise and demands the highest level of impulsion and collection. Now, essentially, half-pass is simply traverse ridden on a diagonal line. Now, the steeper the angle you demand, the more the horse's legs will need to cross and the more collection will be demanded. So, when teaching half-pass to a young horse, keep the angle relatively flat and ride more forwards than sideways, asking only for a small degree of bend to make sure that you don't kill the energy and the rhythm. Now, as you would do for shoulder in, prepare the horse for half pass by riding a 10 meter circle in the direction of travel and maintain the bend as you ask for the half pass by using your outside leg and turning the horse's shoulders. Now you can combine the half pass with shoulder in as an effective exercise to lift the horse's forehand and improve his throughness. So to do that, ride a few steps of trot half pass, alternated with a few steps of shoulder in, and so forth. 
Now for more information on how to ride the half pass, how to teach it, how to train it and what the aids are, again, you can search our website for the article and you can also search our podcast archives for the episode, How to Half Pass. So now that we've covered the exercises and the order that they should be tackled, let's move on to discuss how lateral exercises relate to general schooling. So your general schooling work is intrinsically linked to your lateral work by a basic principle, and that is the horse can either be bent or straight. So now consider this simple fact. A horse that is correctly bent will be bent in his loin area. Now the horse's rib cage has very little flexibility to bend laterally and actually only moves in the direction in which the horse is bent. Now the horse's neck is an extension of his rib cage and should not appear to be obviously forced to bend by the rider pulling on the reins. Finally, the horse is flexed at the pull. Now in terms of schooling the horse in lateral exercises, you start with large circles, progressing to smaller circles when you introduce shoulder in, traverse, etc. Now always start with the easier movements, gradually progressing to the more difficult ones, and remember that the degree of difficulty lies in the amount of engagement and collection that you demand of the horse, rather than of the movement itself. So let's look at some examples of related lateral movements. So example number one is 10 metre circles to shoulder in. So start by riding your horse in a circle so that he's already bent around that circle. And then when you leave the circle and put your horse into shoulder in as you continue down the long side of the arena, you'll be keeping exactly the same degree of bend. And if you begin to lose the bend, you can pick up another circle and then continue to ride the same exercise. Now similar to that is example number two which is 10 metre circle to traverse. So again, if you ride your horse in a circle, making sure that you have the correct bend, then when you exit the circle and put your horse into traverse as you ride down the long side of the arena again, keep the degree of bend that you had on the circle. And if you lose the bend or rhythm, ride another circle and put the horse back into traverse. Now in both cases, whether that's a 10 metre circle to shoulder in or a 10 metre circle to traverse, Although your aids for the lateral movements will be slightly different, as far as the horse is concerned, the movement itself is essentially the same. So this leads us into our next section, which is to not make lateral work harder than what it actually is. Now dressage riders have a habit of making lateral work more difficult than it really needs to be, simply because they view lateral movements as separate exercises, rather than related to the overall work. Now, when preparing for a dressage test, many riders view lateral exercises as new movements that they have to learn, when in reality, they're not. So here's two exercises to help demonstrate what we mean. So exercise number one is shoulder in to traverse. So if you position your horse as though you're about to begin a 10 metre circle, rather than continuing on the circle, ride shoulder in for a few steps. And now reposition the horse as if you were coming out of a 10 metre circle and put him into traverse for a few strides. And then riding the half pass can be approached in a similar way. So this takes us on to exercise number two, which is the 10 metre circle to the half pass. So position the horse as though you were riding traverse out of a 10 metre circle to establish the bend you need. And now push the horse across the diagonal as though you were riding him in traverse down a fence. And then that's a half pass. 
So by introducing lateral exercises to your horse in this way, you are ensuring that you have plenty of correct bend before you begin moving your horse laterally. And therefore you should never see the comment lacking bend on your dressage score sheet. So to wrap this episode up, Lateral work is extremely useful as an integral part of your horse's dressage training, helping to develop suppleness, throughness, connection and collection. Now rather than viewing lateral work as a series of individual exercises that you must perform in dressage tests, try to regard the sideways work as an extension of the movement that your horse can already perform and as an integral part of your daily schooling regime. Now, if you have any other questions when it comes to this podcast episode, or if you have any other hints and tips that you would like to share with us, then please do so in the comments box at the bottom of the relevant blog post on our website. Alternatively, you can join our training forum, which you can find at howtodressage.com forward slash community. But to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our other free stuff, books, training diaries and competitions, please don't forget to like and follow us on our other social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and Pinterest. We truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.